and welcome to an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. All right, Mays, it's always great to see you. How you doing? Hey, Jenny. Glad to be back again with you this week as we mark another week down on our drive through the summer. And what an exciting summer it has been thus far. We are in the middle of July. Maze, I know you've got a lot of news coming off of um, last week, so why don't we get started? Well, Jenny, there's no big surprises coming off of this past week. Truckload freight markets remain pretty stagnant, with the exception of a few pockets that we're going to touch on shortly. But outside of the truckload sector, there is no absence of hot topics throughout the supply chain. And we could potentially see these hot topics cause some tightening in the coming months. Maze, you're totally right. There is a lot to unpack about AB5 and what its impact could potentially be on the entire freight sector, but we're also learning there could be a potential strike on the rail side of the market. So let's talk about how the markets look right now and where we're headed down the road. The current softness created by demand falling down a steep slope in the truckload market through March has made capacity easily accessible for shippers as we continue to mention week after week. It will take a freight train, Jenny, to turn this around to match a supply and demand balance that carriers got used to throughout the pandemic. With rail congestion in AB5 at the forefront of issues, will this be the freight train carriers are looking for? Well, Jenny, most likely not, but it could help steel markets a little more in their favor. And for small and mid-sized carriers, steering the market just a tad bit more in their favor means helping them stay profitable at this point with current market conditions. And you know what, Maze, that is one of the most important things as we start to enter, or I think we've already entered this softened market, we're not too sure how long that's gonna last. But that does pose the question, is Atlanta still one of the top markets in the freight industry this month? After weeks of calling out this market for being one of the tightest in the nation, Atlanta, without a doubt, switched gears into reverse last week. Tender volumes, rejections, and spot rates all saw declines. It's only been about five to seven days, but the market is certainly trending to softer times. And as with everything in the freight industry, it is temporary, but let's keep examining what the other markets look like. The market saw about a 3% drop in overall spot rates, and rejections fall by right around 2%. These don't seem like big numbers, but they again point to that directional measure of softening. When you're looking at time rejections, Atlanta still remains relatively tight throughout most major markets by being about 2% above the national average of 6.9%. And this aligns with what we were talking about earlier where we're starting to see that loosening across the board. Well, Jenny, you're 100% right. This is not the only market we're seeing loosen. Markets throughout the Southeast, especially Florida, saw declines as we continue to rise out of proto season, which will continue to happen in the coming week. Border markets along the Mexico and Texas show signs of softening, but not as rapid as border markets along Mexico-Arizona border. And markets throughout the remainder of the country remain flat with slight pockets of tightening and loosening in the Midwest and Northeast, but most of these tightening markets have low outbound volumes and do not hold much weight to the overall market. Okay, so all in all, it looks like we're starting to level out across the markets, which is a nice change. Jenny, have you ever driven on a backcountry highway with miles and miles of nothing but peacefulness? Every time I'm driving to Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, it's one of my favorite things. But what prompts that question, Maze? Well, that's the remainder of July for the truckload segment freight market. That, of course, is with the exception of Southern California 
which could see a pretty robust market in the coming weeks, especially with major uncertainties around AB5 to different bottlenecks throughout the supply chain as in the rails. And I think what we're finding is that this is a culmination of the last couple of years in which we've seen a lot of volatility, but this is now the rippling effect that we're incurring. Yes, Jenny, there is one other call out I'd like to point out, and this is more of a looking back in time. It's been a little over a month since I called out the clear separation in volume trends by length of haul. As overall volumes continue to remain flat or even declining still, the same cannot be said for each mileage bucket. Shorter and local hauls continue to see a substantial volume, stronger than most of the pandemic. Longer haul freight has taken a different turn down a road trending with lower volumes. And I want everyone to keep this in mind. Longer hauls take up more hours of service per driver. The higher demand for longer haul require more drivers in the overall market. Many shippers are not moving with urgency like they did throughout the pandemic which is one of the key reasons we are seeing less longer haul freight on the spot market. But Maze, it could also be because we're kind of in that lull right between the ramp up to get back to school and also with holidays looming in just a month. And with a higher level of inventory, a lot of freight is likely to move to nearby warehousing markets instead of being rushed across a greater mileage lane. Though issues on the rails in Southern California could potentially change this. Factor in the fact that the rail container backup is really jamming efforts on easing constraints and the softening truckload spot rate market. Shippers may start opting to put more freight over the road than on the rail if it makes sense to the bottom line. And you know what, given the fact that California is having a difficult time right now with AB5, with also the looming rail strikes and all, this could be a really good decision for shippers to make who are on the West Coast, but we'll see. I saw all those articles to Jenny. AB5 is continuing to be top news for the industry. We still do not have a pulse on how impactful this new law will be on the freight market. And you know what? Drivers are already starting to make a statement, as we imagined. Peaceful protests took place last week as hundreds of drivers gathered at the busiest ports in Southern California. And Mays, I know you've got the scoop. According to the director of Los Angeles Port, protests were peaceful and resulted in no disruption of throughput. However, drivers continue to be frustrated. And Jenny, they are showing this in more than just one protest. A lot of drivers are starting convoys to slow down truckload transportation in the Southern California market, hoping to make an impact so that their voices are heard. And to look back on the tough times throughout the pandemic, many people throughout the world referred to drivers as heroes as they kept supply chains running. Now drivers feel like their voices and concerns are irrelevant. And this is an issue that has been widespread throughout the trucking industry for many, many years, where drivers constantly feel like there is a push-pull effect when it comes to what they want versus what they get. But why don't we shift gears for a little bit? There's still chaos on the rails in the Southern California ports, known as a lockjam. The congestion is getting worse and it needs to be addressed before peak season, which we already know, but this is all coming on the heels of what was supposed to be a railroad union strike this past Monday. And as vessels waiting at birth are no longer the pain points surrounding imports, that is for now, this bottleneck of a logjam of containers is caused by the increasing dwell time for railbound containers. The pileup of import containers is quickly reaching levels we saw at the height of the congestion through the pandemic as a result of lack of available rail cars. So Jenny, there is never a dull moment in the freight industry. There is always something coming from the right or the left, 
and something that we need to be paying attention to to make sure we are on top of what's happening and how we can address the issues as efficiently as possible. That's right, Maze. We'll see you next week with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast. Until then, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.